the most delightfully fascinating character in the realms of mystery, Charlie Chan. In the matter of the murder of Ellen Landini and Dr. Swan at Pineview, it certainly seems as though Ah Sing, the aged Chinese servant, were guilty. Old Sam Holt, the sheriff's father, had suggested to Charlie Chan that since he, Inspector Chan, had never been deputized, and Sam himself was blind, nothing stood in the way of Ah Sing's escape. A quick handshake, a few emotional words of thanks, and Charlie Chan slipped down the back passageway, finds his way to Ah Sing's room, and in Cantonese, with many gestures, signifies to Ah Sing that he is to accompany him quietly and as invisibly as possible to the garage. In a few minutes, Pineview is behind them as the car speeds down the roadway, Charlie Chan gripping the steering wheel while Ah Sing sits silently by his side. Supposing now, maybe we catch him jail, huh? You're a very wicked man. In China, your head would have been struck from your aged body. Here, in this foreign land, you would have been placed like wild animal in cage and steel bars. Jail is what you richly deserve. So, I catch up jail, eh, but To the contrary, you are to catch boat for China. Oh, all right, eh, boss. All right. Is that the extent of your remarks? We are doing you great favor. A tremendous kindness. And you reply... All right. The courteous man, Ah Sing, would not stop at that. Oh, me very much obliged. That is better. Yeah. Still appears inadequate, but it is slightly better. Two warring emotions, Ah Sing, stir within me. Gladness for you, ancient one, that you are to return to the land of your birth. But Ah Sing, torments of indecision tear at my breast. After all these many years on police force in Honolulu, years are seen beset by temptations. Promises from wealthy merchants whose wares are frowned upon by island police. Promises from others that I too should be wealthy would I but close my eyes to certain facts. These years are seen are set at naught. Since I am assisting you in your escape. Oh, me very sorry, boss. I sing in number one a very old man, you sorry. Not for much to live now. Suppose American policeman hang I sing? All right. No can help. No care very much. We go back to Pine View. 
Apart from your erroneous impressions of duty of American policemen seeing, there are other things. But please, I am not greatest driver in world. Now I require attention to be concentrated upon operation of this not too youthful vehicle. We have only sufficiency of time to arrive coincident with arrival of train at San Francisco. You have money, Asing? Me got them. Then you will purchase your own ticket. I am sorry, but we do not also furnish fare. We have three or four minutes, Asing. I desire to impress upon you certain facts. The government has fallen upon evil times. It cannot even afford to squander a small piece of rope upon man like you. Old man who is to die soon in any case. Though it says, return to China. To China and nowhere else. All right. I will go. I envy you, Honorable Singh. You will again sit before the children of your village. You will supervise the selection of your own burial place. I myself will see that your trunk is prepared and sent to you. Where shall I send it? To the establishment of my brother, Singao, in uh, Jackson Street, the fish shop of delicious odors. Ah, it shall be done. For you, the past dies this afternoon. The future is born here, now. You understand? Me understand, yes. I am honored bearer of affectionate message for you, ancient one. Mr. Sam Holt has sent it. He is proud to have known you. Ah, an honorable man. May the four nails of his coffin be of purest gold. To match his heart. Yes, I think. Yes. Ah, we alight here. Don't <laughs> You still limp. Your knee still troubles you? On a very bad knee, yeah. Plenty sore knees all right, all right. Yes, indeed, yes. Yeah. The wounds you acquired when you bumped into dressing table bench in Landini's old sitting room? Sure, sure. After me, shoot. Enough, enough, sing. Do not poke your finger through your own paper lantern. Luck is running high for you today, Arsene. Be cautious, lest the heart of the law yet harden against you. Here is the train. Make purchase of ticket on way. It will avoid sight of two Chinese gentlemen at ticket office. What you say, boy? Goodbye, Arsene. May your entire journey be on sunny side of the road. Yeah. Goodbye. Oh, oh, me forget. You take it easy. Belong bossy. You tell them, bossy, too much work in this house. Sing, go away, huh? I shall tell him. Back at Pine View, Charlie Chan's disappearance passes unnoticed until Dudley Ward and John Ryder, going to the wine cellar, find it locked and start looking for our sing. Strange, John. 
Ah Singh doesn't generally hide himself away like this. Come to think of it, I haven't seen him since lunchtime. He may be with Chan. Oh, you... You mean Chan may have arrested him? No, uh, that is, I, I hardly think so, John. I don't believe Chan would arrest him without talking to me. Huh. Chan would do anything he felt like doing. Well, uh, we look for him in the living room. Uh, he may be there. I don't understand it, Leslie. I've searched the whole house, and I can't find him anyplace. Hmm. Has anyone seen our sing? Not a single lunch a time, Mr. Ward. Uh, he was in the kitchen when I was take a walk after lunch. I haven't seen him, Mr. Ward, nor Inspector Chan either. I've looked all over the place for him, too. I saw our sing at the garage about... Two o'clock, I think it was. I left Inspector Chan in the study with Dad when I came down to talk with Kay Shannon. When I, we, that is Leslie and I, returned, well, Chan had stepped out for a minute, so Dad said... That's right, son, but I wouldn't worry about Inspector Chan. He can look after himself. I'm not worried about Chan, but I am anxious about all things. Well, I don't know as I'd worry much about Singh. He's pretty able to look after himself, too. Well, Mrs. O'Farrell hasn't seen him for a couple of hours. And, of course, Cecile and Ireland have been gone all afternoon. Uh, here is a car approaching now. Ireland and Cecile, I think it is. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, yes? Uh, oh, oh, yes. Yes, certainly. Uh, for you, Sheriff. Thanks. Hello? Oh, yes, Rankin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Gleason dead, huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah? Yes, it's all right. Goodbye. Here you are, Mr. Ward. All that stuff from Reno. And, uh, by the way, we just overtook Inspector Chan driving the old car. Where? Uh, down the road a little way. He'll be here in a minute. Good. I'm going to the study. Tell Chan I want to see him there. Come on, Leslie. You too, Dad. What's the matter, Don? You you seem upset. I am upset. Uh, who was that on the phone, Don? Riken of the Chronicle. Oh. He said that Gleason was over at the depot and saw Chan and our saying there. Yes? Yes, and Gleason said that he saw Chan put our thing on a train for San Francisco. Well, now, don't get all head up about it. Wait till Mr. Chan gets here. Don't get all head up about it. Doggone it, after what Leslie told me about seeing our thing come out of the study onto the balcony after hearing that shot. Well, now, sit down, son, and quit storming. There's an explanation for everything. Yes. Uh, here, Mr. Holt, sit down by the fire. Oh, I wouldn't worry about it, Don. Mr. Chan isn't likely to do anything wrong. Well, I don't get it at all. He just disappears, doesn't say anything about it to anyone. And then I get this call from Rankin. I had to pretend to Rankin that it was all right. Try to act as if I knew all about it. Well, you probably know all about it in a few minutes. Mr. Chan said that he'd tell you who the murderer is before the day was out. Mm. And it's getting pretty well on to dinner time now. Ah, uh, Sheriff, Mr. Ward said that you awaited me in study. Yes, Inspector. I had a phone call from Bill Rankin. He tells me that you just took our thing over to the train at Truckee. I suppose that was a favor, eh? Now, hold your horses, Don. I've been double-crossed, made a fool. Oh, well, now, if you have, I done it. I told Mr. Chan to take our thing to Truckee. I told him to help our thing get away to China. You? To China? And all the time you knew he was guilty as Sam Hill. You knew he came to this room and found Landini? I know all that, son. One moment, please. I cannot allow you, Mr. Holt, to shoulder responsibility for all blame. Now, how could you let me down like this? You know I'm a sworn officer. I've taken my oath to uphold the law. Now, we know all that, son, but there ain't any... Now, I'm not going to stand here and talk. I'm going. Going, Sheriff? And going where? To San Francisco. But for what? For what? To get our thing. To fetch him back. Arrest him for the murder of Landini. One moment, Sheriff. 
You are making grave mistake. Our thing did not murder Landini. Well, so Inspector Chan does know something. If not our thing, then who? After you have heard from your sponsor, Inspector Chan will be with us again. Chan, what Chinese tidbit do you have for us this evening? I have been thinking much about certain persons who are afraid of not being properly appreciated for their efforts. Yes, Mr. Chan? I am reminded of Emperor, who, upon being told that one of his subjects was claiming credit for successful operation of government, said, He is a wise general indeed, who can instill in his troops the thought that upon the shoulders of each individual soldier rests the responsibility of victory. Very true indeed, Mr. Chan. Thank you, and good night. Mm -hmm.